0: Guys, welcome to the Creepy Coffee House, where you serve up your dose of spooky stories. I'm Amber.
1: I'm Ashlyn, and that was almost our intro. Oh, damn it.
0: I was. Just <laughs> that was listening. so close. I was listening to our other one, and I forgot to say weekly dose or weekly.
1: You said yeah. your our dose of weekly stories at one point. Oh God,
0: whatever. Whatever. You've but you know what gist.
1: this is. This is episode twenty-six, yeah. Twenty-six. Of uh, the Creepy Coffee House, which is our podcast where we normally drink coffee, talk about it, and uh, we also. Talk about murder and ghosts and Spooky creepy stuff, stuff. Urban conspiracy legends. theories, cults, freaky places around the world, aliens. Yeah, maybe Cre- some other mythical creatures. Ooh, yeah. We did the goat man. We did the goat man. That one was a good one.
0: That's right, we did. Goat yeah, we did great. a lot of but bridges. We, we, haven't, yeah, we haven't done a lot of bridges. A lot of hotels too.
1: Well, I feel like most haunted things are hotels.
0: That's true. That is very true. But um we do need to like. We need to. Wanna cover Sasquatch.
1: The Sam Squinch. Yeah. Yeah, he's my
0: fave.
1: He's he's my mom's fave too. Oh really? My somehow my mom was like Aunt Sasquatch to my cousins. And so she actually has so much Sas- sasquatch. Like she has a Sasquatch sticker on her car. Oh my gosh. Um she has a giant like eight foot cut out Sasquatch in her garage. That's adorable. Uh that's named Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen? Yes. She has a lot of Sasquatch stuff. I don't even remember how that started. But I was like in like fifth grade maybe when she started getting called aunt sasquatch and so she gets that. a lot of sasquatch stuff sasquatch. so when squanches. i meet your
0: mom can i be like hey sasquatch
1: yeah miss sasquatch okay. Okay. <laughs> just, just call sorry. her miss s for short but then like later make it long which is actually really funny because her first initial is s so she'll go with it <laughs>
0: yeah her I had texted me the other day and it was a uh, screenshot of her and her mom talking about her mom wanting to meet me and Charlotte. And then I was like, oh my God, yes, I love your mom. That'd be great. Let's do it. And then her response to what Ashlyn said to her was, so is Charlotte busy? Because Amber
1: (laughs) had said, yeah, I'm free next week. And then she goes, but is Charlotte free? (laughs) We all know mom really just wants to meet the baby. That's That's what it is. But like, speaking of baby, I have some gifts.
0: (gasps) What? Okay, so we were at Dylan's. I I thought you were going to tell me that you were pregnant.
1: No, 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 (laughs) no. (laughs) We were at Dylan's and I saw this and it's not gonna fit her yet, but no, that's perfect. it's um, this cute little set. Oh, this is so cute! And it's a little one, long sleeve onesie and a little pair of shorts that says "I'd rather be a" and then llamas crossed out and unicorn is crossed out and it says dinosaur and it has this a bunch so of little dinosaurs cute. on it. While I was looking for that, Blake was like, "What she need a c- clothes for? She needs a cell phone." So Blake got her <laughs> this selfie um, rattle toy that's also a teething ring and it even has a little pop socket on the back.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's That can turn
1: and stuff. It's So Blake wanted to get her a cell phone, so Blake got her a cell phone, and I got her clothes.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, no, I love getting clothes for her. I know. Oh, yeah, we already went over how hard it was for me to go to Target.
1: and Oh, my God, I know. Well, this was at Dylan's Marketplace. They sold a lot of cute little baby clothes. They didn't have anything smaller, though. This is a small size, and it's a 12-18 month, so. Oh, no, that's perfect. I figured she's she's got room to grow.
0: She's already out of her. Born, so. I figured.
1: I mean, I feel like everybody I know who's had a newborn, they're like, they're a newborn for two weeks.
0: <laughs> Essentially, now she's two months old, so I still try to, like, squeeze her into her pants. Um.
1: But, I don't know. These yeah, are kind are of so cute. cute. I love and it. And then Thank the, you they're so all much. little pinks. Yeah. So, Blake really wanted me to make sure that you knew the cell phone was from him. And that he really wanted me to advertise it as mm. a cell phone and not a teething toy. Okay. It is literally I, a cute little...
0: I have a picture of Sam, because he had one of those, like, little cell phone things, but when you (laughs) press that button, they make noise and stuff. Yeah, this one should make noise, too.
1: But, actually, this one might not make noise, it's just clicky.
0: Oh, that's okay. But, I have a picture of him holding this, and his face is so focused on this little phone. There's not, like, a fake screen or anything, but his face is so focused, and my caption for it was, like, texting my bitches. Oh, my gosh, that's (laughs) so funny. (laughs) He's so sweet. Ugh. Which, yeah, he just turned seven couple days he ago. did.
1: Oh my gosh. I was going to get him a shirt at Old Navy and then I was like, "Oh man, I have no idea what size child this is."
0: <laughs> yeah, Rachel messaged me. she's like, "What size is he?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know cuz he's always growing." I know. Like we have all these nice jeans for him from Target. Oh, they're going to be too short, aren't they? Yeah, they're short. So we got to go and get more.
1: you just going to cut them into shorts?
0: <laughs> no, I just give them to Casey lane cuz her Oh yeah, her a son's, a little, son's bit, a little bit younger. Yeah, so I'm like, "Here you go, here's some pants. of that or we're going to throw them away." So Oh, so yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, what I was. Oh, yeah. So I told you about another coffee thing. So I found two new coffee places um, online Mm -hmm. where I can purchase um, some different flavor coffee. So one of them, I'll just tell you when they come in, and then we can kind of introduce them onto the show. Oh, for sure. Um,
1: for sure, for sure. We're not drinking coffee today. Well, Amber is.
0: Yeah, I'm just drinking Seattle's best right now with some vanilla creamer. Um. But yeah,
1: I just got off work from a coffee shop, so I am like already hyper caffeinated and just like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: The coffee <laughs> I got earlier today, which is from Starbucks with decaf, so this one actually is a little bit of caffeine for me. Um, but yeah. Oh, okay. So Ashlyn came over. I have finally started Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Actually, let me, let me reiterate this. So, I started this last week. I am Yeah, it's been a
1: while since we've, like, recorded. Like, it's been, like, two weeks since we recorded. Yeah. And, like, middle of last week, she goes, Oh, my God, I started watching Buchanan 9. I don't know how I haven't watched this. It's so funny. It is so funny. I come in here today. She's on the last season available on Hulu. I'm
0: on maternity leave. I have nothing else to do but binge-watch it. It's so
1: good. It is such... It's really binge-watchable, too, though.
0: It really is. But I'm definitely going to have to restart it over Mm -hmm. and just, like, catch all the funny things. But... I, yeah. I was telling Ashlyn my favorite character is probably Captain Holt.
1: Captain Holt's great.
0: I think that he has a great like character. Yes, Queen.
1: <laughs> that's my. Fa- I send that gift to people all the time of his deadpan face just <laughs> snapping and going, "Yes, Queen." <laughs> God, <laughs> damn. Yeah, that one's improvised.
0: That was improvised. Yeah, he oh, went through because oh, a
1: lot of the um open scenes. So when they they also have a podcast about Brooklyn 99 Nine. That's all behind the scenes. That's hosted by. Oh. Um, Holt's Take. husband oh really yes okay. he also hosts Kevin the, yes he also hosts the um, Good Place 1 too he does he does a couple NBC podcasts oh, nice. um, and so he was saying that like when they went in for the show they wanted to find people who were really good at improving with Andy when nice. they started off so that a lot of those like um, cold opens or whatever are improvs really yeah oh, but fantastic. so he he came up with hot damn as an improv
0: Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! Oh, I love
1: getting new facts about shows. I know, me too. I just okay, so I am on season two of the Umbrella Academy. So I started watching that finally, it's mostly so because yeah. I was like, Ugh, "Amber will get off my back if I watch it." Finally,
0: Mom was like, "I feel like this is a good thing. I'm watching what she recommended." Now she, yes, I and I actually it. do really
1: like it. Normally, I'm not into like see like shows, mm-hmm. but it's like they're just dark enough that I can get into it. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I think Mm-hmm. enjoy um but yeah big yeah fantastic
1: uh what's new with you apart from brooklyn 99 or is that what the whole new with you thing
0: that is like one of the newest things um something that i have decided to make a goal for myself for this year even though it's like mid-april i am going to beat skyrim
1: oh my gosh <laughs>
0: So I worked at GameStop when this game came out in 2011. Jesus. Right.
1: I didn't even realize you worked at GameStop.
0: Yeah, I was there for like six months. I was only there um, to be like a seasonal employee, but they oh. kept me on a little bit longer because Is that before
1: I, or after the Warren?
0: It was during. I oh I, during the same time. Okay. I could work multiple jobs at once. Okay, and that um, makes more sense. Yeah, so I was there. And, yeah, they kept me out a little bit longer because I was good with sales. But then at one point, they couldn't afford to have anybody who yeah. wasn't a key holder. So they had to let me go. But I worked there during the midnight release of Skyrim. And I was like, what's the like deal with this game? And oh everybody was that buying That was a good it.
1: sign for there. What's the deal with <laughs> what's this game? What's the deal with this, <laughs>
0: with this popular game? Okay, <laughs> So I bought it. And I was like, I have no idea what it's about. But it came with a cool map. Mm-hmm. I'm like, All right, that's legit. I'll keep it.
1: Amber um, does love a good map.
0: So, in the 10 years that this game has been out, I have not beat it. I've owned it for every single system except the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So, I've had it for Xbox 360. I've had it for Xbox One. I've had it for the um, Nintendo Switch. I have it on PC. I have it everywhere. Haven't beaten it yet. And the thing is, is that I'll keep starting over. But the mm-hmm. thing is, my problem is that I'm a side quest slut. I want get- <laughs> All of those side quests and like, oh, I'll get to the main story here soon. Oh, but oh, you need me to go kill a bandit at the whatever.
1: This? Yeah, she's like, I'm on it. <laughs> I got it. Give me your gold. Give me your gold. Yeah. That's so funny. that is
0: something I'm going to plan on doing. I still have um, what, eight months to try to do this. Yeah. Bring it on. But that's I'm gonna do it.
1: I bought a new book instead of rereading Ooh. Twilight over again like I always do. Okay. I'm a serial, like, rereader. Like, I will not buy new things. I just reread the things I already own.
0: Oh, I'm the type of person that will buy books
1: when And then I don't sale, read them. And then, yeah, don't yeah read them. I also have a stack of those. Like, I have a whole stack <laughs> of books in my library that I haven't read. But I will keep reading Twilight, Harry Potter, Hunger Games, Percy Jackson, like, in a cycle.
0: Oh, yeah, I need to start Percy Jackson. But what book did you
1: buy? Um, It is called A Good Girl's guide to murder i think is what it is it's a ya novel it's supposed to be really good um, but this uh, uh, according to the back of the book i haven't even started it yet so we'll see how long it takes for me to even read this book but um it says like when she like these two high schoolers it was like a boyfriend had killed her his girlfriend and then he killed himself yeah fiction okay and then like that whole thing happened well, now that she's in high school and a senior, she's kind of been re-looking into it. It's like the anniversary of it or something, and she's mm-hmm. realizing things don't add up, and people are coming after her trying to make her stop looking into it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I like. I love a good private investigator. I yeah. love a good private investigator.
0: Good, good PI. Yeah. Ooh.
1: That I know. It sounds pretty good. Thank I was you. at Target meandering there, and I was like, ooh, a book.
0: That, you just get lost in Target.
1: Mm-hmm. I do. Lo- a good ta- a Target wander. That's a great date.
0: And it's a great day. Hey, like, I think I, I saw something a while ago. It's like, so a girl's errands is basically she goes and gets coffee and then goes to
1: Target. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. That's literally okay. what I did yesterday <laughs> on my day off. I was like, get coffee, get Target. And then I came home and then I convinced Blake to go out to the East Mall. So Ooh. we did a little bit of shopping, a little bit of retail therapy.
0: I think it's something that I like about the mall besides that hot. That dank Hot Topic smell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah,
1: that dank Hot Topic smell. It also
0: smells like just pretzels in the mall.
1: Yeah. We got a Philly cheesesteak and it was really good.
0: Ooh. The mall
1: was actually pretty busy for a Thursday. I was like, why aren't people at work? As I'm not at work myself.
0: Maybe early Mother's Day shopping? I don't know. I don't know. Which I already got my Mother's Day stuff done. Out of the way. I
1: Perfect. kind of forgot Mother's Day was coming up.
0: Yeah, it's next month. So you still have like half of Yeah, my, my month.
1: mom's birthday comes before Mother's Day. So. Her birthday's next Friday. Oh,
0: yeah. It's pretty soon. <gasps> um,
1: oh, is there anything new with you? I technically have another <clears throat> job now. Oh. Yeah. I don't think I said that on here. But I'm cutting hair again part-time. So I work at Starbucks in the mornings and in the afternoons I do cut hair.
0: I'm so, going to need you to cut
1: my hair soon. Look this. For sure I know. I'll put it down. I don't have anything to write with. I didn't bring... Okay, so I like... Came home from work, packed up all my stuff, and was like, oh, my God, where's my stuff? Because it was all over the house. Yeah. My laptop was somewhere else than my charger was. I couldn't find this. Little, we have, like, a headphone splitter so we can both hear how we talk as we, like, record. Couldn't find that. I found my headphones, but it wasn't attached to that.
0: Yeah, I...
1: Everything was everywhere.
0: Speaking of your job, I actually got a new job Yeah, well, So I'll be starting at the beginning of May. Sweet. Um, yeah. I'm, working from home still? Yeah, I'll be working. It'll be completely remote.
1: Noise, noise. Um,
0: I'll be making a lot more money. So, it'll, it's, it'll, it'll be different. Oh, and it's based out of Colorado, too. I
1: saw that. Because when you told me where it was, I was like, what the fuck is this place? I've never heard of this. It's out of Colorado. I yeah, it's out of that. Denver, right? Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if it's straight out of Denver, but yeah, it's oh. out of Colorado, um, yeah, so far there's a lot of like really good benefits and perks to the job. So once I have more I'll, So are you
1: like customer helping? I'll like what like, is it?
0: I'll be like a recruiter. So a recruiter. I'll be helping people like find a job.
1: Oh, nice, nice.
0: Yeah. Um I'm not going to mention where that's at.
1: I mean, it's working from home, so.
0: Yeah, but I'm not going to tell people what my job is cuz I don't I don't want
1: That's fine. I'll just tell people about my job.
0: So. Yeah, that works.
1: I do believe that is ill. I do declare. I do declare.
0: Well, our specials for today are um true crime and conspiracy.
1: Yeah, conspiracies. Yeah. It's oh, a conspiracy. Boy. All right, and I'm first. So it's cr- uh, it's a uh, What? Am I first? Yeah, you're first. Okay, I thought you said you were first at the same time I did, and I was like, I thought we established that I was first.
0: Oh yeah 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 you, you. okay
1: so all right in 1947 we're just gonna get right down into this here um harold Dahl had seen three or er, six floating objects over the bay near murray island and had seen one of them crash that and the crash actually killed his dog and injured his son and he had taken a photograph of it. Cool. And he was telling people all about it. And then suddenly, he was visited by a man in a dark suit who blurred this photo and told him to stop talking about it. So we're talking about the Men in Black today. <laughs> the men in Black. So, Amber gets a little aliens. Just I'm a little bit of aliens today. Aliens. All right.
0: What really kind of stinks is that I wanted to cover the Men in Black. But you know what? I'm okay. Just I'll oh, I'm sit.
1: sorry. No, 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 no. But you can do more because I'm sure there's more like personal accounts. These are just kind of the there's ones I found a lot
0: behind the men in black, mm-hmm. but no, I'm happy to just kind of sit back here and listen to you. Talk
1: I about know. It. And I okay, I felt so dumb when I was reading because instead of reading UFOologist, uh-huh. I read Uphologist because <laughs> they are all one word, okay.
0: Will Smith is a ufologist. No, what?
1: okay. There's no Will Smith in this story. Sorry, Agent J. You know, I've never seen the Men in Black movies. Excuse? I don't think I have. Excuse me. Excuse me. I could <laughs> believe it. I haven't. I believe it. I just watched that movie the other night too. Again <laughs> on Wednesday. Yeah, I just watched that movie. I watched that movie in Euro Trip. No. Yeah. Yes, that was a good night. But um, I could believe it. I have not seen the actual. Men in Black movies. I remember seeing all. three I think of I them. may have saw the third one in the theaters, but it was one of those things where I didn't really know the characters and I didn't really care what was going on, so I kind of probably fell asleep.
0: Yeah, I can. I get that. I remember. I think the first one is by far the best one. Hmm. I don't really remember anything about the second or the third one. Yeah. And then I haven't seen the new one with Chris Hemsworth.
1: There's a new one.
0: Yeah, they like. I don't. Oh, say it's they the they...
1: international. Uh, Men in Black International or something is what it's called. I don't
0: know. It has Chris Hemsworth and then the other girl that's in oh,
1: is that a UFO? Uh, that's an airplane that's we're in the air so capital loud. of the United States R-C-D. in Wichita, Kansas that is a loud plane though It's you can hear them too when we record, it's insane sometimes, like later. that one was really loud that one, definitely, will definitely hear. Hear that one
0: we'll definitely hear but yeah, it has that one girl that's in I think like the third Thor movie Valkyrie
1: I don't watch Marvel, remember?
0: Right, never mind. Okay, anyway, continue. Okay,
1: so that was in 1947, and this was like the first documented account of a man in black or a men in black kind of situation. 1947. Mm Mm-hmm. So in the mid-1950s, a ufologist, that doesn't feel right when I say it, a ufologist? See, that sounds right, ufologist. Okay, cool. Not an ufologist, got it um albert k Vender claims he was visited by two men in uh matching tailored suits who told him to stop his investigations and to uh return all the information he had collected um and that was kind of all that one was uh in 1967 robert richardson reported that he collided with a ufo while driving in toledo ohio And on impact, the object vanished apart from a small piece of metal that he had sent to somebody else to be, like, identified. Mm -hmm. Um, After he had sent it off already, two men in black – okay, so he was visited by two men in dark suits and told them, like, they wanted this metal back. They were very adamant, like, you need to give us this back. He didn't even know how they knew that he had it. Mm -hmm. And pretty much they said, like – if you don't give this back, your wife won't look so pretty anymore. Oh my God. Yeah, that one like really freaked me out just because that the way they phrased that. Um. So another UFOlogist, uh, John Keel, also claims to have interacted with the men in black um, around this time frame in like the early 60s. Um, but he referred to them as like doom- demonic supernaturals with mm-hmm. quote, dark skin and or exotic facial features. Um. In 1968, jack robinson said he and his wife were terrorized by a man in black that would stand across the street from their apartment building for the past three days
0: slender man
1: kind of that's what it feels like um did you
0: ever watch those um marble hornet videos
1: what are those you haven't seen those no the most interaction i used to okay so i could never play like Anxiety because I get so bad anxiety playing video games. This but I used to game. watch people on YouTube play Slenderman. That's how I know Slenderman. No,
0: so Marble Hornets is like, um it's not real, but basically it's like it's a guy documenting his experience being followed by Slenderman, and
1: oh. so like that he has like
0: some like person and like this tall guy Ugh. in a Slenderman suit, and he freaks, freaks me out like in the very
1: corner. Oh my gosh, Blake scared it me so me. bad yesterday. I'm sorry. This just reminded me of it. Oh god. Because he was out of town working at a different uh, store, and he didn't message me. He was on his way home already. Oh god. And so I had just gotten back from the store, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm like, the door behind me opens, and I scream bloody murder because I knew, like, I knew the dogs were away. Yeah. And like Blake was out of town. Like he didn't necessarily say, hey, I am was headed home. Oh my god! I thought I was dying. I thought I was getting taken straight up. I thought I was getting taken. <laughs> Always carry a taser on you but i even in your house. i screamed and i like dropped down <laughs> into my armadillo position
0: <laughs> <laughs> into a turtle you just that's literally
1: my tunnel. only move like any fight so i'll you're just
0: not going to try to defend yourself you're just going to roll up into a fetal position yeah no ashlyn
1: that's my first instinct
0: my first my first instinct i'll get I'll get scrappy and slappy. Scrappy well, and slappy. But oh,
1: I think maybe I would have been a fighter if I hadn't had heard him like open the door to the garage. Oh yeah. But it was the bedroom I was in that opened, and that's what scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, I'm still scared thinking about that because I was so mad when he did that. I was like, You couldn't say you were on your way. He's like, I thought I'd surprise you. And I was like, Well, good job. <laughs> I thought I was getting taken.
0: I thought I was gonna be murdered. So I decided to crawl up into an armadillo position. I
1: well, I scream oh man, I screamed bloody murder. It was bad. I was like, the dogs are probably freaking out now that they heard me scream and haven't heard anything else. Didn't
0: even hear him. Uh-uh. Bad guard dogs.
1: Well, they were in their kennels, What's so.
0: purpose?
1: They were in their kennels. That's their, that's their excuse. Yeah. Which, him. honestly, I prefer them not barking all night in their kennels. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but um, this man in Blackwood stand across the street from their apartment, and one of his friends went to go check it out see what's up. And he actually managed to take a picture of him. And so there is a photo that we'll put on Instagram of this man in black from a long time ago. not a long time, but 1968. Uh, that's a pretty long time. Long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the more in-depth encounters was on September 11th, 1967. Dr. Herbert Hopkins was studying a UFO incident when he got a phone call from a man who said he was a representative of the New Jersey UFO organization and wanted to discuss his research. And the guy and uh, the doctor was like, "Yep, of course, let's do that." And by the time he hung up his um, phone and t- flipped on his outdoor lights, the man was already standing on his stairs. <laughs> And his description of the man was a bald man, no eyebrows, eyelashes, or eyelashes, um, smooth, dead white plastic skin, Ew. red lips, and he had a monotone expression and voice, and he was wearing a black tailored suit. Uh, the bald, and no hair, and no eyebrows. no eyebrows? I feel like that's more of like a don't I? You can't identify. I can't leave any evidence behind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you have no, I'm not a real person. You can't get any of my hairs. Yeah, that's what it feels like. You know what I mean. But it's also just super creepy. Like my like, face with no eyebrows would be terrifying.
0: Yeah, I, eyebrows are the expression of the face. So it's like,
1: like you could probably get away without having eyelashes, especially as a guy, and nobody really noticing.
0: Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. Just like the, the eyebrows, that though. He gave me is pretty, just
1: all forehead. Pretty, <laughs> cool. pretty, pretty creepy. Right. Pretty so. Boundary. In more recent times, in uh, 2002, Dan Aykroyd sold a show to Sci Fi called Out There that would focus on alien and like media and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and like all the like incidents and all that stuff. It was going to be a really cool, in depth show about UFOs, aliens, and like people's personal experiences. Mm -hmm. So while he was um, in the middle of conducting interviews for the show, Dan had stepped outside for a break. When a black Ford sedan appeared suddenly across the street, he said one man got out of the car, gave him a really dirty look, and when, like, Dan looked away and then looked back, car was gone. And then two hours later, the producers told him, we're canceling the show. None of this will ever air.
0: This is in 2002. Mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd, the guy from My Girl. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah.
1: He was working on a alien show. Like, and how aliens portrayed in the media and, like, doing personal interviews and all this stuff.
0: I guess my only thing is, is that we hear a lot about aliens and stuff all the time through other media sources. I know, but
1: what if that's all the fake alien stuff and they're only after the real alien stuff? Maybe. Men in black. Because if it's, like, because a lot of people kind of pose it as, like, it's either a supernatural thing where they themselves are also aliens or it's a government thing. Which I could see, like, a secret government group focusing on alien stuff to, like, oh, yeah, prevent sure. mass hysteria.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, um...
1: But this was that? also, like, right after, like, 9-11. Okay. So I don't know so if that I was really... any...
0: Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I guess that's true. Okay. So I really hope I'm not the only person here. But do you ever, like... My dad always told me, watch out for your surroundings. So I'm always, like, looking behind... Like, checking the rear mirror and stuff. Have you ever just, like, noticed that there's like, a big black SUV been following you for some time do you ever think it's like some
1: i am you ever get that feeling you, you think that
0: somebody's following you in government FBI,
1: i uh, do get that MVP? feeling every now and then but it's more the fact that i have horrible spatial <laughs> awareness like when i'm driving i'm really good like driving's different i'm like i'm really well good at paying attention to everyone around me on the road and if people follow me for a few turns, I definitely feel like I'm sta- Like they're stalking me. Like they're going to come get me. But like yeah. in normal real life, I would not be able to identify this. Like you could probably surveil me for days and I wouldn't realize it. Because that's how oblivious I am to my surroundings.
0: Girl, we work on a true crime podcast. I know.
1: I'm like, I always like, I could be a great cop. And then I was like, I have no situational awareness. No,
0: you don't. <laughs> you don't know that your hu- own husband is home. Okay, he didn't like, say didn't he know. was on
1: his way. I didn't hear the garage door. I didn't hear the gr- the door close behind him. And all of a sudden, cuz I had just gotten home too, and so I was like putting stuff away that I had bought and like doing that kind of stuff and then all of a sudden the door behind me opens. You can't tell me that's not scary.
0: Oh, yeah, no, absolutely it's scary.
1: Maybe it's uh. just that my hearing's so bad. That's why it scared me.
0: Yeah, I think so. Your hearing's definitely terrible.
1: It ain't what it okay. used to be, and it didn't ever. wasn't ever really great. So, kind of the last one that I have um, was in uh, October 14th, 2008, near Niagara Falls. Uh, Shane Sovar uh, was a hotel manager. Him and the security guard on duty reported seeing a triangular UFO outside of the hotel. And when they had reported this, a group called the Aerial Phenomenon Investigations Team looked into the incident. And they reported that a couple weeks later, according to three eyewitnesses, two unidentified man, visit, un- unidentified man, unidentified men, visited the hotel looking for that same security guard and that manager. And these two men were caught on film. They are like, fucking like six five, no hair on their face, wearing like the like the fedoras. They look like mobsters, yeah, like old school full suits came in looking for him looking for asking but the manager and the security guard weren't on duty that night so
0: that's creepy dude isn't it do you have a picture of that one too yeah i okay. can pull that up oh
1: my god it is wild and i'm sure there's a ton more like on reddit and stuff but i don't really know how i trust reddit with like i know it's like accuracy
0: creepy pasta stuff too i know um
1: we should just do a creepy pasta episode
0: <laughs> i think we should i think one of them might
1: we could just every now and then is it a creepy pasta or is it another one
0: yeah. What do you think?
1: Or it was just going to be you be me. Yeah. Is it a creepy creepypasta or not?
0: Oh, that's a good idea. I like that. Ooh, ooh, game plan.
1: Yeah. We yeah. start running out of stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah. If we ever run out of stuff. L-O-L. We, we always have ideas.
1: We do. We have a lot of them. Um, oh, I had another thing i got to tell you later.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And when was this last incident? 2008. 2008. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have any other information on them, like,
1: But this is like, the first time they were caught on video or whatever. Someone had, like, video footage of these two dudes. Which, honestly, they could be just, like, businessmen with outdated fashion who are just, like, jacked. But.
0: The thing is, though, is that if the men in black were real and they saw that this video was, you know.
1: Out there, they would have gotten rid of that. Yeah, for sure. That's also kind of what I was thinking on that, too.
0: Because if they had that guy, like, delete that footage of the UFO. But, I mean, three
1: people, like, reported it as weird. Like, their interaction was weird.
0: Everybody's interactions are weird.
1: True. Everywhere. True. Man, the things I say to people in that drive through window.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's how it used to be for me. That's how it is. Now, I'm, I'm, I can be socially awkward around people I don't know and people I do know.
1: True. But just don't know too much. Or just don't go running your mouth about you knowing too much. I think that'll keep you safe for the men in black. If they're real.
0: Yeah, that's true, but maybe we shouldn't have done this podcast.
1: Really oh yeah, that's a bad idea. idea. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get got by the men in black if they're real. If we keep well, none of it's new evidence. If they're already landed on the internet, unless we ourselves have one and then we're like, y'all, guess what happened to us?
0: I think what we need to do is find a UFO, and then how do we
1: find one? I think they find us.
0: Oh my god! So I got my first dose of the mm-hmm. COVID nineteen shot. I came home and I was like looking at this cloud and I was like, Cody, I think I saw a UFO disguised as a cloud. I
1: was oh like, my gosh!
0: Okay, you need to go sit down. It's just a cloud.
1: <laughs> it's the Chicken Little thing where it's but all it the panels.
0: Moving, it was moving so fast, so I definitely thought it was a <laughs> that it went, cloud. It Sus, it
1: it's moving too fast. So. It's the Care Bears up there driving around. It's an alien. <laughs> Amber well. always wants it to be aliens. Always, always. But that was my story. That's it was a story? little baby one. It might be. It you know, that's what I was saying. Is like if you want to do more of those, you go for it. You're just like, men in black.
0: Well, I think that um, each time, like we do an episode, if we have any updates on anything, and also if anybody has any updates or corrections for us, please let us know as well. So that way we can kind of give you guys more relevant information and anything that we may have missed as well. So
1: Oh I'm, and there's definitely stuff we missed because I feel like after we post something, Netflix then comes out with a show about it. God, I'm so like forgetting. that Elisa Lamb one. I was so mad at
0: that. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want people thinking I'm doing this case because it's on Netflix. I s- no, I had done it before it was on Netflix. Yeah,
1: we just didn't post Our the video. Was <laughs> I was
0: so grumpy and then You were so gone. mad. I was, I was God damn it. And then it was the same for um, I Love You Not Die that um documentary about the suicide text message
1: oh really that's a thing yeah it's on hulu i didn't know that was one all my new co-workers at my hair salon are big true crime people and they've given me like eight true crime shows to watch and i'm like i have anxiety and no time
0: <laughs> i know i like when it gets late at night i can't watch that Mm-mm. stuff
1: nope i won't sleep
0: i don't i can't explain it i wasn't like that especially since we're so deep into i know i can't
1: watch scary movies yet. at dark either oh yeah me neither i have to watch them during day lights on windows open no nah, no windows open i don't want to see the face looking back at me
0: <sighs> did I tell you about the time that like there was like a forehead imprint on my window here? oh my
1: god yes and that still freaks me out oh, i think yeah. about that every time i look at that window Oh
0: sorry i guess i have said that while well, you guys are getting hearing it again
1: <sighs> i don't know if you said it on there though but probably I probably share the same story over and over again. I mean, we talk about Riverdale and Cereal. Because Jenny's caught up. And at one point, she texted me and goes, oh, my God, stop texting, stop talking about Cereal. And I was like, that was months ago, Jenny. I have stopped talking about Cereal. <laughs> oh,
0: well, speaking of Riverdale, so when I turned on Hulu to put on mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, there's a new movie out called, I think, Songbird. And I was like, is that KJ Apa? Ugh. No, he looks good. KJ Apa, is he a ginger in it? No. Okay, good. And he has facial hair.
1: Okay, that I could get on board with that, KJ. But then I,
0: I looked at the radiance on IMDb. And it's I got, like two percent. It got four point six out of
1: ten. Oh no, that's gonna be a good bad movie.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, when the COVID twenty three virus like breaks out, I was like, okay, this is too close.
1: Oh, oh is this like a post apocalyptic? Yeah, but like two years from now?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. But that's true. Okay, well, are you ready for? I'm ready
1: for a good. A good true crime story.
0: Okay, so this one was actually a recommendation from Casey Lynn.
1: What up, Casey Lynn? What up, friend? Our resident crafter.
0: Yeah, where are our crafts at?
1: Yeah, we asked for so many.
0: And I know you're gonna listen to this, and you better, you better. I
1: don't me. even remember what we asked for, but I want it. <laughs>
0: it was the like the dishwasher. Bag oh yeah, the- that tells us
1: what dishwasher. we're doing. Yeah. But where are we gonna stick that? We record at two different locations.
0: Okay, so we need two of them, and we'll put it on our fridges. I could always use more magnets on my fridge. <laughs> yeah. I only have, like, four. Okay, so um, the episode I'm going to be doing is over Holly and Harvey, a.k.a. the teenage Thelma and Louise, a.k.a. the killer grandkid. But, like, not, like, in a good way, you know? Like, oh, that's killer. No, 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 no. the She's- bad
1: kind of killer. The murderer kind of killer. Yeah. Got it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this one was actually hard for me to do. So I was doing a lot of infor- or a lot of research on it. Um, there's not a whole lot of information I could find on her. So I put this case aside and then eventually I located some more information. So I'm just going to get started from everything that I was able to obtain from the interwebs. Yay. Yeah. So Holly Ann Harvey is born March of 1989. Couldn't find her actual birth date. So just have March here. Um, But she grew up in a pretty troubled home life. Um, Her mother, Carla, was a high school dropout, and she dealt with a long life of alcohol and drug abuse. She had run away when she was 17 with a petty crook named Gene Harvey, and he had trouble with the law as well, and he also dealt a lot with alcohol and drug abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, They bounced around on the road for, like, four years together, and... Um, Carlos stated that Jane was a violent and jealous drunk and he would beat her while simultaneously evading the law when they were eventually caught up to Gene Harvey and they had arrested him. So wherever they went he was just like beating her. Oh man. Um, I don't think I have it in my notes here, but somewhere I had read when they were um they had stayed at a hotel and she was out by the swimming pool and some guy was just like talking to her and so when she went back into the hotel room he just started beating her.
1: Oh, because he was talking she was talking.
0: Yeah, like nothing like just having a conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. and he got jealous and started and he took his rage out on her so a day after Jean harvey was arrested carla discovered that she was pregnant with his child and so with no father to her unborn child and nowhere to go she turned back to her adopted parents carl and sarah collier for assistance um so carl and sarah they lived in fayetteville georgia fayetteville
1: fayetteville yeah
0: yeah um and they were known as sweet known as a sweet elderly couple and they were well into their retirement carl was a retired airline supervisor and sarah was a retired bank teller they had been married for 53 years they were devout christians and they lived in a community where they knew just about everyone and just about everyone had known them and all of their neighbors had great things to say about them
1: pillars of the community
0: yeah so according to inmateaid.com despite her grandparents sweet demeanor Holly would go on to say that they were unhappy people. Um, Holly is the teenager that I'm talking about in the situation. Um, this characteristic was hidden from the public as she noted that Sarah had a hair triggered temper, and it appeared that this temper was potentially what had caused the downfall of um, her relationship with Carla. So, Sarah and Carla's relationship. Okay. Holly's mother, Carla. Er, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Carla and Holly, they lived in Collier's house for a short amount of time before they found out that Carla had been seeing Gene again after he was out of prison. Um, But when it ended up in a furious debate, Sarah um, allegedly disowned Carla. And so they were gone. They were out of the house. They weren't assisting her anymore. So by the time Holly was 10, Carla was working at a place called the Crazy Horse Saloon where she started off just waitressing part-time and then she ended up dancing full-time. Okay. So stripping is what she was doing there. Um one evening Carlo came home drunk and according to a story told by Holly on that inmate or er, yeah inmate aid website she had grabbed Holly by the throat stating you make me sick.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um I don't the last rec- record that I have is that she was 10 years old. I don't know if that's how old she was at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in 2002 Carla was sent to prison for 3 years but was let out within months. So um
1: <laughs> what was she sent for?
0: Um, it, it didn't say. She was just in and out of prison. And she's oh, had she had of, a lot of? She had a lot of trouble with, like, drugs and alcohol abuse. Okay. So I have, I think that it has to do with that. Okay. Uh, but growing up, Holly was known to be a well-behaved child. But then as a teenager, she began to rebel and rival with her mother's bad habits and wild behavior. So at this time, Carla had sent Holly off to live with one of her friends, um, Anita Bachem. Bach Bachem? Bach Bachem? who had lived in Peachtree City, just 20 miles outside of Fayetteville. So they lived with her grandparents, and then Carla was sent to jail, so she sent her to one of her friends' houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's where she's one at right now. One of
1: Holly's friends or one of Carla's friends? One of Carla's friends, okay. so that
0: way she could take care of Holly. Okay. Sorry, it's a little confusing. No, like you're the, fine. The bouncing back and forth.
1: Um, I was just like, it depends on whose friends you're living with. If you're living with your mom's friends or your own friends.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like
1: your friend and their parents or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, so Holly attended Fayetteville Middle School, and this is where she had met Sandy Ketchum. Sandy had an identical background to Holly, where she had grown up with a troubled home life. Her mother abandoned her when she was a baby, and her father was on his third stepwife. So she also came from a broken, troubled home. I don't know if there was any like sort of drug abuse or anything like that, but basically she just kind of had like the the back and forth with her family. Mm-hmm. So according to the girls, it was it was an instant connection between Holly and. So what started off as an innocent friendship turned into a romance. Um, unfortunately, in a city like Fayetteville, their relationship wasn't secret for very long. And this would be the beginning of a life of further torment and ridicule for the girls. Um, Got lots of slurs, were thrown at the girls wherever they went, and eventually the girls ended up ditching school to avoid the ridicule and sneak off to the woods to get high. So everywhere they went, they were just, you know, poking fun at them because they were lesbians, mm-hmm. because I you said guess it this is Georgia, Georgia, so it's not a very common thing there and if it is like th- yeah you are
1: i mean haters gonna hate
0: yeah but what are you gonna do when people are just i mean you're
1: in you? like yeah. middle school yeah and like you can't really do anything you can't drive <laughs> yeah so you can skip school and get high in the woods All right. that sounds so dangerous yeah. i'm sorry just doing anything in the woods yeah just sounds sketch to me like not going to go into the woods not going to go into the cornfield out of the woods yeah <laughs>
0: so after carla was released from prison she was sent back again but this time i was to serve 3 years for being in the possession of marijuana with the intent to sell okay um so in that summer of 2004 um i think around june holly had been sent to live with her grandparents um again uh so yeah that's where she ended up and like the rest of the city her grandparents knew of her relationship with sandy and Sarah, the grandmother, was disgusted by it and vowed to break them up and to bring structure into Holly's life. Oh no! Yeah, so Holly fell into a bit of depression because of this. Um, you know, the person that she loves—it's
1: those to couldn't see. like. There's a lot of shows I watch that have like aspects of conversion therapy like that, and it is so sad. Like I just so sad. I, can't I just that. feel That's terrible. Like one of the shows is like. Riverdale. Riverdale obvi. <laughs> but then the other one's like American Horror Story and that one's like in the 60s is when this was takes place that conversion therapy and it's so gross was that an asylum? yeah
0: okay I don't remember mm-hmm. I don't remember it's been so long since I watched it but I forgot mm-hmm. about like
1: oh that's just because it's so sad and it breaks my like heart is
0: that like an actual thing or conversion is that just therapy? like a fictional thing that they put into television shows
1: no conversion therapy is a real thing There really? are actually like, yeah there's a Veronica Mars episode about it it's like summer camps that will take your gay kids and make them straight and it's all that's sorts of programs boarding school there's not i don't think it's technically legal anymore but it's such bullshit it is
0: um, as far as i know they weren't planning on any conversion therapy for her but they were just basically saying you're not going to see her ever again right um, so she felt trapped in her grandparents' home she began harming herself and smoking apparently according to holly 15 to 20 joints a day.
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) So she was really trying not to feel. Those are like some Wiz
1: Khalifa numbers.
0: Oh, God. Uh, But during this time, the girls really missed each other and they would write to each other all the time. Holly discovered that her grandparents went to bed around 10 p.m. So when Sandy was able to sneak out of her own house, she would wait in the bushes of Holly's grandparents' house until the lights went out, and then she would sneak in with the assistance of Holly. So they were just sneaking back and forth into mm-hmm. each other's house so they could see each other, because they loved each other.
1: Right, because, like, you're a rebellious teenage kid. You're telling them not to do something. Guess what they're going to do? They're
0: going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, so... charade didn't last for long before they uh, were caught in Holly's grandparents house so Sarah allegedly told Holly I don't have to put up with you you can be a whore like your mom
1: oh no um,
0: yeah and most of the statements uh, come from Holly's perspective so I would just take all of this with a grain of salt because of right. what I'm about to tell you um, so, July 24th of 2004, Holly and Sandy decided to run away, but they ran out of money and food, so they returned four days later. And the Colliers wanted to charge her as a runaway, but that nothing came of it.
1: Well, you can charge somebody for running away?
0: I guess. According to whatever I found this on. That's I, insane. I, I kept all my sources. I just didn't source Oh, my them. God.
1: What? I forgot to tell you something about a runaway. Oh. My store manager... Had this interaction, and he was like, this is a weird interaction. It was this younger girl who's with this older dude. Weird no. interaction. He gets on Facebook later. It's a missing girl in yep. the area. Oh and so we had cops in and out of our store <gasps> all the time, like, looking for her. They found her um, the same day. Like, they found her the next day after Tate reported seeing her. Holy but crap. she was special needs and everything, and like four, I think she was ugh, crap, she's 13 special needs and like her mom and her grandma came in, to, like talking about, like trying to find it, getting talk and looking, like oh what gosh. her, what you he- see, what you hear, and it was so sad. Like I cried because they started crying in the lobby, and so I had to go to the back room and, and be like, 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 I need a break.
0: So was she an actual mm-hmm. runaway? Mm-hmm.
1: Someone she was missing endangered runaway. She was just with this guy for a little bit. Oh, God. They found her though i don't know that anything else has been released though i don't know if like they arrested the dude or what happened with the guy i just know that she was found because you know it's an ongoing whatever but she was found found. terrifying i know because then i got on the wichita missing people's page And there's so many missing people in wichita it's so sad god that was a sad day anyway continue Oh, I was like, I can't scared. forget to tell Amber. And then I forgot to tell you. And I said,
0: run away. <laughs> um, so when she returned to their residence, she stamped a cigarette onto the hood of Carl's truck and said, I'm going to kill you. Um, so, which Kevin, who was Carl and Sarah's son, later admitted to the police. So Holly had already threatened to kill Carl and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And Carl and Sarah had told their son, Kevin, this. And... They didn't report it to the police but Kevin told them to uh-huh but they didn't do it um Kevin admitted that to the police after Carl and Sarah were found so um but five days later after this incident on August 2nd 2004 the police found the bodies of mm-hmm. Carl and Sarah so in total her grandparents were stabbed um what is stated a total of three dozen times
1: oh my god
0: yeah their pastor Reverend Glenn Stringham had. St- Uh, stated of Carl and Sarah that many times they could have thrown up their hands and said, i quit. They chose basically to give their life to their granddaughter because of their love for her. So this is stated from an outsider's perspective. Mm -hmm. From Holly's perspective, it seemed like...
1: Not the same.
0: Yeah, so that's why I say just take everything with a grain of salt.
1: It's a lot of he said, she said.
0: Yeah, so I mean, Holly very well could have been telling the truth and Mm -hmm. Reverend Glenn Stringham could have just... Well, you know...
1: If it's what Holly said, where they had, like, this whole double life factor, like, to the community. Yeah. They, have, they very well could have. You know.
0: All right. So, Holly and Sandy had escaped to a beach house on Tybee Island about four hours and 250 miles away. The Fayetteville police were able to track Holly to this island with her phone. Oh. And, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, rookie move. But she's also how old?
0: Um, Let's see. Fifteen? okay um so the two were apprehended within 17 hours of murdering carl and sarah uh when the two were apprehended holly holly had a to-do list written on her arm that stated kill keys money jewelry
1: why would you write that on your arm you can't remember that like i'm gonna take the i'm gonna kill them and then i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna take the stuff i gotta get the keys to the car i gotta steal the jewelry (laughs)
0: no it was money
1: and jewelry jewelry and money you can't just that's not just the natural order of that Uh, i guess i would not think that i would need that written down on a to-do list
0: i mean you're young
1: i mean i did write on myself like all the time at 15 like i there's a picture of me somewhere on facebook where i had actually taken a sharpie over my left arm and tie-dyed my whole left arm oh cool. Yeah, my mom wasn't Sorry, happy about that one.
0: my dog is, like, lapping up his water.
1: It's all right. I'm going to drink my water, too. Hydration break.
0: Hydration station. Choo-choo. Wow. Amber. Um so
1: lame. Is that not a Brooklyn 9 thing? Is that not a Boyle thing? Is that a thing? Oh, uh, no. He goes, uh, Boyle goes, party train, or was it party bus? Whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Pretty buzz. Uh, it had a home. very boil cadence to it, and that's why I said that. <laughs>
0: that's okay. You know what? We'll get back to that in just a moment. Um, So let me continue with this murder story. Sorry. No, you're good. So Holly stated in a court hearing that the reason she murdered her grandparents was because they disapproved of her lover, Sandy. She also described in detail how she murdered her grandparents as part of her plea deal. They practiced stabbing her mattress beforehand to make sure it was sharp enough.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, so in- Wait, she practices stabbing, but needs to write down her list on her arm.
0: Girl, I can't explain. I get the it. Evil I get it.
1: I get it, but not really. When that's where I just get so like it's the writing it on an arm part.
0: I forgot when. Like you're gonna
1: go to the gas station to fill up that gas tank a few miles down the road, and they're gonna be like, "Is that a to-do list on your arm, or what? is that just a joke?"
0: What does "kill" mean?
1: <laughs> your number one is that crossed off? Like now, <laughs> like Did is you, it crossed <laughs> off her list? I don't
0: know if they don't know if she crossed it Jeez. off or or what. I don't recall which. I have here maybe it was the inmate aid um, where they basically yeah they had described everything that they had done Holly was complaining to Sandy like how she how they wanted to just like get away Mm -hmm. and I think I think Sandy had mentioned something like well why don't we go ahead and just like take the truck and leave and maybe I could be getting the, the conversation mixed up, but someone had said, Well, I'd have to, or I think Holly said, I would have to kill them to do that. Or maybe Cindy said, Oh, you'd have they were going to gonna run away,
1: to and then they were like, There's no way I'd be able to get away. I'd have to kill them.
0: Yeah. So the conversation between them was they, they talked a little bit about it, and then Holly ran upstairs, grabbed a knife, and then there there was a little, big, a little bit of a back and forth where I think it said um, Sarah had gone downstairs to um, either grab suitcase, like, grab some luggage, because she lived in the basement, Mm and Holly did. It was either she went downstairs to grab some luggage, or that Sandy and Holly had, like, smoked a lot of weed to try to, like, get the smell up the stairs to bring her grandparents down Oh, to
1: to bait them down? Yeah. That sounds like a terrible idea, to get really high and then try to murder somebody.
0: I that's why i was like i can't tell you which one was accurate i saw i heard both of them you heard both of them i heard i had read both of them but Um, like
1: that's a very i guess if you're gonna sneak they would come roaring down there if they smelled that though that devil's lettuce in the basement
0: yeah and so holly had stated that when sarah had gone downstairs and she's like what are you gonna do with that because she saw the knife Mm -hmm. so she started stabbing sarah carl had come downstairs and i from what I had read, if I recall correctly, because I didn't type all this up in my notes. I didn't want to go into too much detail because you can find it all online. Sarah had stayed, er, started screaming. Sandy apparently was, like, kind of hidden off into a corner. Uh-huh. And so Sarah was pretty much down. I don't, yeah. I don't know if she was dead right away, but they had happened to knock, like, Carl's glasses off. He ran back upstairs. Um, I think Sandy had told Holly, like, go get him. So Holly ran upstairs to go get her grandfather. And then eventually Sandy caught up, and they both just like finished the job with Carl upstairs.
1: Okay, so you said they were stabbed like three dozen times. Is that like total between the both total. of them? Yes, not okay. Because I was like, for a second there, I was thinking, you know, because I've like in like all the shows they say like it takes so much strength to actually stab somebody.
0: Well, they had really been pent up from stabbing that mattress, apparently.
1: Oh my gosh, that's just wild. Okay.
0: Um, So, at the age of 15, Holly was sentenced to two life sentences in prison and Mm -hmm. isn't eligible for parole for 20 years. So, in 2024 is when she's eligible for parole. Okay. Um, Since she was underage, she wasn't eligible for the death penalty, though. Right. She is currently located at Arendelle Prison in Georgia.
1: Arendelle Prison? Arendelle. Arendelle? Arendelle. Like on Frozen? Yes. (laughs) Jenny will love that. She's a big Frozen nerd. Me too. She chronically does that stupid no 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 from the second one the "Ah," like that's how i know jenny's Ah. in the back room because she's like like sometimes i'll go back there and just holler you know just you just gotta let it out when you get back there she's just like "Ah," all the time it's like echolocation i know where jenny's at because i can hear her singing that frozen song (laughs) oh she's doing the trash one it's outside
0: (laughs) when i first started at starbucks i started with another girl who had like bleach blonde hair like Elsa mm-hmm. and so and I have the freckles and the red hair and the blue eyes oh so, so you were I Anna was on it and she was and also. Her Elsa so we had like we changed we put our name tags on it and Elsa oh cute yeah it was cute but then we were told that we had to change them and put our real names on there yeah so
1: like, you couldn't put Annaber,
0: <laughs> what kind of name is that
1: it's a self-made name
0: actually um I'm from the city of Arendale so Arendale, Arendale. um
1: what is it it's better than Weaseltown
0: Whistleton. <laughs> wow i came back with that really quick that was good
1: one it oh. took me a second to Washington. think weasel town
0: that was who was that stanley no not stanley Tutu. no alan alan tudyk. That his name?
1: i have no idea
0: oh my god i love him he plays steve the pirate in dodgeball
1: oh he's steve the pirate
0: yeah alan tudyk i think that's his name
1: Oh my gosh! Yes, oh, I, I know. So I only know him as Steve the Pirate. I can't tell you anything Steve else. Steve the
0: Pirate, scurvy. Okay, I need to finish my story. I'm Shit. sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's my fault.
1: I told you I got all jacked up on caffeine today.
0: It's all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, View. that's what I was going
1: for. <laughs> okay, Yank, so, first you last. I'm done. Okay.
0: Okay. Are we, are we done? okay? So at 16, Sandy was sent into a three life sentenced to three life sentences in prison and is currently eligible for parole at Pulaski Prison in Georgia. Um, I had read in another article that she was to serve a shorter sentence since she was remorseful, cooperative with the authorities and, it, and was willing to give her testimony against Holly in court.
1: Right, and that makes weird that Holly got less. less yeah. And it was like her grandparents.
0: Yeah, that's why it, Like I read in two different places it was different so mm. I don't know what is the most accurate information so that's why I'm giving you both. <sighs>
1: Yeah. No, it's fine. The internet's...
0: Well, and, yeah, like I said, I had trouble locating a lot of information on this case at first. Right.
1: So. You um, know, it's hard for... It was hard for me to find any story that wasn't literally an interview with Will Smith about the new movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the only reason I knew it was called International. Because I was like, oh, is this it? Is this going to be, like, different stories of other places? No. It's about the same movie. Same movie.
0: Um, so... Sandy had openly admitted that all of the planning was Holly's idea and had been thinking about it for weeks.
1: I could see that, so, since it's her grandparents. Yeah. And she was, like, pretty much locked and keyed in there.
0: hmm So when the judge had asked Holly if 20 years in prison was a good deal, she had replied no. He had asked her what she thought should happen to her, and she stated, I think I should be dead, to which he replied, we both agree on that.
1: Yikes! And that's, Joy, that judge coming straight for you there.
0: Yeah, so that's the story of Holly and Harvey, the killer
1: grandkid. That's terrible. Yeah. It's Like good job, good story. Thank you. Terrible.
0: Pretty, pretty bad. Ugh,
1: that's just so many bad decisions all in one go.
0: Yeah, it's really. It's sad. It is, but I mean, it's there's. Ugh. It really stinks when a child comes from a broken family or a troubled home life. Right. Like, there's no
1: excusing. Like, you stabbed your... I could never, like, stab my... Like, that sounds terrible. I could never. Like, I don't think I could get that mad at them.
0: That, yeah, it's... And granted, we weren't there. We don't know the situation behind Holly living with her grandparents, if it was really as awful it was. If it was as, or if Holly
1: was being dramatic, you know, she did just murder somebody. She's trying to come off easy, but she did admit she wanted to die. Yeah. But she was already depressed beforehand. she was
0: depressed, but, and that was a lot due to, I think, I think that had to do with a lot of the ridicule. The bullying and
1: the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was her that's a downer, for sure. Oh,
0: sorry, my bad.
1: No, you're good. It's like, all the true crime podcasts are like okay that was really sad where do we go from here
0: okay so um let's go back to hoppy topic hoppy topic
1: happy topic happy
0: topic. so 99 is that
1: what you're gonna talk about
0: yes Brooklyn so <laughs> i had i had i don't know what is wrong with me i like to figure out which character oh I no am for i'm each, a buzzfeed
1: like, quiz yes, girl
0: so i had taken this quiz and my first thought was i feel like i am
1: 100 percent Maybe not 100%. You think you're an Amy. We all know it. We all know we think that you think you're an Amy. I
0: don't think I'm too much of an Amy. I definitely am on certain aspects, but I feel like I'm mainly a Jake.
1: But Gina. You think you're a Jake?
0: His goofiness.
1: You keep your mail in a bathtub? No, I don't do that.
0: <laughs> I don't do that. Um, Just like his goofy, like.
1: His wittiness?
0: Sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes. Are you a point. prankster? I think just his like immaturity is like where oh I yeah could be no that's
1: sometimes. I I have like a sarcastic response to everything
0: and I feel like I'm a lot like Chandler in this way too where it's uh-huh. like I use comedy as
1: a, a, a coping mechanism yes
0: record. so I feel like Same. I, <laughs> I'm like that so I yeah I was like I feel like I'm a Jake but Gina is my spirit animal I love Gina so I had taken a quiz and I really said, want to get
1: a hoodie that says
0: Gina's opinion or
1: or. Uh, Gina knows best. Yes,
0: that's it. So I had taken a quiz and it said, "Externally I'm a Gina, but internally I'm a Jake." So I had made Cody take this quiz and it was the same thing, which is absolutely
1: yeah. And then she made me take the thing incorrect. and I got the same thing and I'm like, "There's no way
0: yeah, so, that I am Jake." <laughs> yeah. So my goal is to find a better one. Quiz.
1: We'll we'll scour the Buzzfeeds for you. because yes, I'll look around for some more. Because I bet they also do like crossovers. Because there's like which Office and Brooklyn Nine-Nine character are you mixed together? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I that. did that. Yeah,
1: I got Dwight Boyle. That doesn't feel right either.
0: No, no, you're not Dwight Bo- Boyle.
1: That would be a weird human being, Dwight and Boyle. Yeah. Aren't they kind of the same character though?
0: I feel like Dwight is more serious, and Boyle is Dwight more... is more
1: antagonist.
0: Yeah, Boyle. Oh, I think Boyle. I love it. Everything is like...
1: It's hard for me to say Boyle because of uh, Billy Madison. There is this family that's the O'Doyles. Oh, yeah. And it's O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle
0: rules.
1: Yeah. And that's what I think of anytime I say Boyle. It's O'Doyle rules. But that's definitely not Boyle.
0: I think of Goyle. Crab and Goyle.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Um, Do you got anything else you want to tell the people? It's been a minute.
0: I don't know. I'm sure I'll have something coming up. I think soon. I remembered everything. I think I did too. I
1: definitely didn't, but uh, I think I did. And that's good enough for me. Yeah, I think
0: we did good. Awesome.
1: Well, you can find us on Instagram at Creepy Coffee House Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Creepy Coffee House, but it's spelled HSE. And I promise I'll figure out how to use it better because I know all I do is share the link. And I just don't know how to get on there without it getting all political. I really don't. Just don't. So help me figure out Twitter, please. Just. To just help.
0: <laughs> and then. She needs help on how to how to do the Twitter.
1: How to, how to do the tweeting? The Twitters? The Twitters? The Twitter sphere It's Twitters. very intimidating and scary. But um, you can also uh, email your story and copy suggestions to creepycoffeehouse at gmail.com. I also have a request for next week's story from Jenny. Okay. She threw one out there. So, Jenny, next week's your one. Because I know you thought it'd be this one. But bam, it's not. Bam, bam. It's not this one.
0: Well, it's okay. Because this one's coming out in two weeks
1: well yeah, yeah. and uh, please like rate review subscribe wherever you're listening it really does help we are up to 10 iTunes reviews but they're all five star but if you put anything in the comments we'll give you a shout out say yes. what you want if you want to shout out your friends you know just be like wow Amber's versus slut for soups that'd be fun I'm that a was a fun episode
0: too. I should really be nicer to myself
1: you really do that. call yourself a slut a lot but it was funny because we were talking about this shirt on Brooklyn 99 that says slut and it's the funniest thing to me um <gasps> it's just got a pineapple on it and it says slut <laughs> the pineapple is wearing a thong but <laughs> i do crack I up that shirt? i, I kind of do as a meme i bet spencer sell it like if spencer's doesn't sell that shirt
0: you could definitely find it
1: online oh yeah i bet we could make it casey lynn um can we <laughs> have can we have um a pineapple, pineapple shirt a pink
0: thong and it says slut, slut but then head. on the back
1: <laughs> we could put like I don't know. You call yourself a, a slut for stickers at one point.
0: <laughs> what is with me and like the S word? Like sticker slut, side quest slut. Stick
1: it's kind slut. of like one of those, like, uh, have you watched The History of Cursing yet? No. It's hosted Nicolas by Cage? Nick Cage. Yeah, I it's really funny, but it, you definitely have way too many children to be watching that. Um, too many children
0: have one and like a baby.
1: Well, one, and one, one and will repeat all of them. The seven year old should no. not be watching. No,
0: he'd be like, bad word. Bad Dude, word. Dude, it's, so, it's like, the whole thing.
1: The whole thing is just swearing. It's great. <laughs> I love it. But they're like different words are coming under like reclamation. Like slut is coming kind of being reclaimed. Okay. And so is like the bitch word Yeah, is being reclaimed as like a positive thing for that people. Like I call bitch people like girls that are my friends. I call oh, them yeah. bitch a lot in like a loving way. And so oh, yeah, like I have to like – No, like when I first meet people and I might be like becoming friends with them, I have to be like ah. – yes and i'm like okay i can tell bitch, you please. A bitch like i have to say it in like such a light like, lighthearted way before i can just say it in my normal like monotone voice oh yeah
0: cheddar you duplicitous bitch
1: <laughs> okay well we'll have a little we have a little guy for you but i promise next week's gonna be a long one because jenny man that research girl
0: let's see that would be episode 27 which i already have finished of course uh, you think,
1: do yeah I'm right a few, there
0: i'm a few episodes up is there's
1: a bigger one Smaller one? I think yours is a haunted one.
0: It is a haunted one. I don't even remember much about this. You know, I write so many notes on here. Mm -hmm. I got like two and a half pages.
1: All right. Well. We'll
0: figure it out. I'm sure it'll
1: end up being over an hour and a half next week. So we'll keep it a little bit light for you if you're a little behind. But I know a lot of y'all are caught up. So
0: I hope y'all are caught up. If not, get to it.
1: Yeah, get on it. We're back, babes.
0: We're back. Oh, Oh, also, we are working on trying to figure out how we should get like our website up and running yeah
1: um, we're working on that
0: and then yeah eventually we'll have a patreon as well too because mm-hmm. doing all this research it does take a lot of our time especially since we're both busy working
1: for sure and we want to get like content that you guys want so if you like because i know we've talked about a lot of different ideas on the show because our brains just don't stop they just bounce off each other like crazy like we talked about watching like spooky movies uh, if you guys wanted to see us uh freak out with like I really want it to be like, you know, on Paranormal Activity. It's like the camera's in the corner of the room as we're, and it's just pointed at us watching it. So when we talk about the movie, it cuts to us like, with like the night, the night vision. But us just yes. like jumping and screaming. That's except for that idea. won't work as like a night vision because we'll definitely be watching it in full daylight. <laughs> Do
0: we have, can we have like close the, the
1: blinds though? Oh no, I have blackout curtains. Yeah. That won't. Okay, yeah, we'll have to be night vision. Hi, Wrigley puppy. He came in to help me with the outro um well i'm ashlyn i'm amber and we'll see you next time later bye